Hello there, ringside crew. Hello there, ringside crew. Hey, dudes at ringside crew. This is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana. This is Alfie. This is the savage juggernaut, Tamaku. Ringside. Ring. This is Thomas D. Brook. This is Billy Sarks. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey everybody, Scotland's own Brody Adler. The headliner in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. Papa Dink, Brendan Dinker. This is According to Woods. Savannah Summers. I'm Shorty. Chance for inside. You are watching the internationally known. It's at Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hello there, wrestling fans, and welcome to another episode of the internationally known Dude Jefferson Podcast. I'm your host, Joe the Panther the Third, and now from the top of Metal Mountain, all the way down to all 50 states and the globe, it's a happy limb himself, the Metal Geek. What's going on, Rick Sackler? What's going on, internationally known? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? How's it going today? Pretty good, man. That Friday episode was so much fun, Geek. Am I right? That was an awesome episode, Joe. Yeah, awesome, she was awesome. a nice person. But now, you want to introduce the guest, Geek, or you want me to do it? Yeah, why don't you introduce the guest, Joe? You haven't done it in a while, so you're getting a little rusty right there. Yeah, I'm getting a little tired. Yeah. I have to scrape off the rust. Once again, we want to thank Annabelle for opening the door for WAW. And let's give a war. Dudes at Ringside, welcome to Sassy Central. Hey, lovelies. Sassy Bear Clarence here. Hi, I'm Roly the NBF. And together we are Sass Central. (laughs) That picture you guys sent us was like great. I was like, geez, guys, we need them. (laughs) We need Sassy Bear. And then I was like, wait a second. Didn't I just message a guy? Oh my God, they're a tag team? You guys will be the only tag team we interview on UK Wrestling Month. It's worth it. (laughs) Because you guys are awesome. Thank and you. like, if even though you guys introduced yourselves individually, we always do is before we start the podcast, like we're doing the first day of school individually. If our fans are not our American fans are not in, like they don't know who you are. Introduce yourselves, Clarence. Okay. If you want to go first, gladly. So my name is Sassy Bear Clarence. Uh, I'm a UK a professional wrestler. I've uh, been wrestling since 2018, so about four to five years now at this point. And uh, I usually wrestle all over the UK as it is. And sometimes I'm also tagging up with Riley the MBF. And I'll pass it over to you, Riley. Hi, I'm Riley the MBF. Now, if you don't know what the MBF stands for, it means the non-binary binary. Um, gotcha. I've been wrestling for like... I've been training for 10 years, so I started when I was nine years old. I started I started wow. quite young. <laughs> we'll probably get into that at some point. And I've been on shows, minus in COVID, about four years now. Oh, wow. That's insane, dude. Like, I tell like... people by us, Geek, I don't know if Geek does this, but I talk to my associates about the age gap in England when you can start becoming a professional wrestler. When I tell them they start like nine years old, I should take pictures of their faces and send it to you guys. They're like this. <laughs> years old. And the guy said, their bones are not even developed yet. We and Geek do that all the time. We're like, what? Yeah. 
I mean, in, in America, it's a little different how they how they get their start in the businesses. Like, they'll do the like the brunt work. Like, okay, you could set up the chairs, set up the ring, learn how to set up the ring, do this, you know, carry my jacket, you know, and then they start working their way into maybe a manager role or like a ticket a ticket person. You know what I mean? Something. Yeah, they, they they work their way kind of into the business. Mm-hmm. Is, is it the same way in England, or is it a little different? Uh, I'd say from my experience with training is a lot of it is like they basically advertise like the training school and stuff like that just to get people in, and from there that's when they start to like see like what everyone can do, and usually the ones that aren't really picking it up as good as say others they're usually reserved for like sort of managerial roles or just like roles of staff, like setting up the ring, camera work and stuff like that. And then the ones that are showing like some good listening skills, as well as like developing like the wrestling skills entirely, they're usually like booked for the shows. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's kind of how it's been working over in the UK. I think my experience is a bit more privileged because my dad was a promoter. So I think I didn't really have to not not pay my dues, but maybe not pay as much. I feel Mm -hmm. like I certainly did have to pay dues. And because Mm -hmm. I don't really involve myself with wrestling with my dad anymore, I'm having to pay more of my dues now. If that makes sense. So I started training at nine nine years old because my dad decided he wanted to hang up the boots and I think I was influenced to pick them back up to carry on what my dad started. Um, today, that's very much not the case. I've had I've left that and started to build my own path in wrestling because it got to a point where I was just known as my dad's son. I wasn't really known for who Riley was, and that was a problem for me. So that's when once all the lockdowns in the UK started to finish, that's when I really started to pick up the sword and lay the groundwork for what I'm trying to build now. So, I mean, is it harder to, to like develop, be developed as a second generation star? Because a lot of the, your peers are like saying, Oh, he just made it because of his dad. You know what I mean? Or, or That's it... why I'm not really building myself as a second generation. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. that. Because like I said, I've had a more privileged start into wrestling. And not that it's helped me, but I don't want that to follow me. I've kind of mm-hmm. dropped all that. I dropped that old gimmick. I dropped everything. And I started to build my own legacy, if you will. Mm-hmm. And that really started when I started to train with Clarence to become the yeah. tag team. That's awesome though. That's, yeah. You know, Riley, that's that's I, I give you all the credit for that because you know like there's a lot of wrestlers these days that try to follow in the like the the footsteps to their dads like the Rey Mysterios and the Eddie Guerreros. They always try to be this the cardboard cutout of what their dad was. They never really followed the steps like Randy Orton did and did his own on his own journey like you're doing. Like I get yeah. that that right there, that that's great that you're doing your own thing. 
because it's hard to do that these days. Am I right, guys? Yeah, <laughs> yeah because a lot of people are going to look at at like the second generation stars. Oh, it's it's just a cardboard cutout of the dad. But I like I respect that you guys are trying to do your own thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's definitely been a very surreal experience because pre-COVID, I was only getting on, I want to say, a show a month. And now, like, ever since coming back from all the lockdowns and finding what finding my new shtick in wrestling alongside Clarence, it's helped me to really solidify myself in British wrestling. It's definitely been a difficult road because, you know, one weekend I could go from I could go from being in a tag with Clarence to the next weekend being on my own. And it's I'm still young, so it's a very odd shift for me. I like stability. So, you know, I love singles and I love tags, but it's like I think at the minute what I need to do is learn how to balance what I do as a singles guy, what I do as a tag guy. So, so Clint, how did you get you started in the business? Um, so, how I kind of got my start in the business, uh, it's a bit of a long story, because I started training uh, back in 2014, uh, 2004, sorry. So, I would have been 14 years old at the time, and that was at the time through using uh, Google to come up with that place, and Back then, there wasn't that many places to choose from in the UK. I think you could literally count on like one hand the amount of places in the whole of the UK that you could train in back then. And most of the time, they wouldn't even have a ring provided to do the training in. So that was like from 2004 to 2011. Um, problem was, it was very sort of stop-start. Like, because the first week I was training, it was in like this little place in Enfield. But then by the next week, it then got moved over to another place in London called Glasgow which I'm going to be honest, had it not been for the training, there would have been no reason to ever go there because it's a very barren wasteland, to put it mildly. Mm. Like in Plaza, there was not really much else you could do there apart from training, of course. But by 2011, uh, basically it was a case of just not being able to keep up with the rent in like the places for it. And therefore that shut down. And by that point, I wasn't really that great mentally. So I literally took like a six year break from wrestling. In fact, I didn't even know it would be six years until like, well, now. And then 2018, I came across this advert on Facebook uh, for like wrestling training that was literally happening just around the corner from where I lived. And at first I thought, this seems a bit too good to be true. But then after contacting the guy who would later be Hugo Bloom, um, he let me know that it was legit happening it's legit and everything and as I went down there he was right and then through him I was then introduced to Paul Ash as well as many other wrestlers who were wrestling for Ultimate British Wrestling and then to my surprise after like training from like July 2018 and like demonstrating them what I was capable of by like September that same month they felt I was ready to start being booked on shows awesome and then since then, I've never really looked back. And bear in mind, I started out as with like a different gimmick, which was such our bets at the time. We but then by, <laughs> but <laughs> by like near the end of like December 2018, 
that's when the Sassy Bay Clarence gimmick kind of like was tested and got over. And then since then, I've not really looked back. And so with the Switcher gimmicks, it's kind of helped me get a bit more bookings. And even with like every year going, I've just noticed those bookings like increasing from like different places. So hmm. that's so awesome. Yeah. So have you guys ever looked online and like watched any like the American indie scene and like seen any tag teams that you ever like thought you would like to go come over here to America or would they, for them the tour in the UK have you like what is there any tag teams you two would like to wrestle against? I mean, in terms of tag teams, not yet, but like obviously we look at people as singles and like if there's two singles people that want to join together to face us, that is definitely something we're open to we're open to any tag team like we're not one of those types of tag teams that only want to face certain teams bring us whoever you want because we know that with what we can do and hopefully with what their shtick is we're gonna put on a show if we had to name names i think Obviously, the Von Englands. Yeah, 100% the Von Englands. I mean, obviously, they play for the home team, but they're smashing it in the States right now. Yeah, pretty much. I think that's yeah. about it, to be honest. They're, they're right, right now in America, they're so popular. Am I right, Geek? The Von Englands? Yeah. yeah, very popular. We had yeah. her in our podcast. She was awesome. She did. She always a good interview. Guys, want to oh, check oh, her. Eden. Oh, nice. Yeah, Eden, Eden, Eden's awesome. So. We were yeah, stunned when we got the message back. We we're like, "What? No!" <laughs> and she was here. She was in the states when she did it. I was like, "Nice." Oh yeah. God! And then she's like, "I'm going to over. I'm going overseas, guys. She probably won't hear back from me for a while. We never heard back from her, but we had her. It was awesome. Awesome. Um, last yeah. yeah, last year. I think it was last year. Was it last year, Joe? Or uh... toward the end of the year? Yeah, yeah. It was toward the end of the year. Yeah, nice. Trying to get him to come into the interview, but he was sleeping. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He ran over to see if he was awake, and she's like, "No, he's not awake." I'm like, Dang. <laughs> "Yeah." Yeah. Give him so, next question. So, so uh, what are some places you guys would love to travel to that you have not traveled to yet? I'd say one place. Australia. The Australian wrestling team is insane. Yeah. I'd say for me, personally, I would love to travel to Japan. Like, I've always been, like, a big fan of, like, the old school sort of New Japan, old Japan pro wrestling scene. As, like, the old, like, pro wrestling Noah scene from the guys like Kenny Gabashi, Mr. Mitsuhara Masawa, just guys like that that were around in Noah. Like, just watching that kind of, like, style of wrestling, like, really kind of, like, got me pretty hooked into it. And I've always wanted to, like, travel to Japan and definitely wrestle over there. Absolutely. Marapuji. Marapuji Kenta right there. Nice. That's no, no, I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying Kenta, like Kenta and Marufuji. You know them from Pro Wrestling Noah? Uh, tr- uh, try to remember. Uh, rings a bell. I can't quite remember what it's on the head. But Kenta Kabashi is amazing, though. Oh, Kenta um, Kabashi is hands down, like, easily one of my favorite 
uh, wrestling. If he just became best friends, geek, you could have him. He could take our 23 year old friendship from the you could take my Japan right there. I'll mail you the glasses and the hat. (laughs) (laughs) Sassy Panther the third. (laughs) Boom, pull him to the bear. Now you're the panther. Oh, nice. (laughs) Just add them. I'll send you the whole set. Just add the long hair and the hat. Fair enough. <laughs> you've, been, you've been replaced on the podcast, Joe. Sorry. I'll, 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 mail you I'll just mail you this. It may cost me a lot of money, but I'm going to mail you this. Set. Nice. <laughs> You'll be a little mad and geek. What do you mean, eight o'clock your time? Are you insane? <laughs> I guess no fucking morning. Oh, nice. Huh. Yeah. That's us. No, we wonder why we don't really get British yeah, guests but... follow us at night. Ding. Yeah. <laughs> Australia, if you check out, yeah, check out Riot City Wrestling. I love Riot City. Um, Riot. I think if we're talking in terms of like, just to like answer your question from earlier about tag teams, there's an Australian tag team called the Velocities. I would would so love to face them because mm. they are absolutely insane um obviously aussie open that would be an incredible time like i would love to work with aussie open because every time they come to the uk they they tear it down like you know they did it with progress they're doing it with um rev pro at the minute like AEW, obviously like they're insane and like obviously carl fletcher is definitely someone i would love to square off with Definitely. There's, I don't know if you saw in our intro, we also have a, what's your name? Oh, gosh. Savannah Summers. Savannah Summers. That's yeah, another one. I that, yeah. I've, I've seen that's her another, stuff. Is it another sure? caught me off guard how, how gentle she is, even though she's a heel. But like, yeah. <laughs> can She's a heel. You can't take the gentleness. You may get you may get bit by the snake. <laughs> like, See, she's a heel. Nice people. We're just... We're just really nice people deep down. Yeah. It's just some yeah. people annoy us. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Yes. <laughs> okay. Next question, Geekums. Yeah. No, I just went. Didn't I just go? No. Okay, my turn. Um, do you like what is your favorite food, guys? Oh, I'm a massive pasta head. Like I will eat anything with pasta. Hmm. I don't know what my um, fixation on it is, but just pasta. I think for me personally, it would have to be pizza. Like, it's just one of those kind of foods where it's hard to say no to. But if, if even if I have like a really bad day, I just like, I just get pizza. It helps cheer me up. What's your, yeah. what's your favorite pizza? Oh, right. So I'm a this, bit more this like... Going, this is going to determine our friendship, Clarence. So answer <laughs> carefully. <laughs> Don't say okay. pineapple. Don't say pineapple. Man. Well, my personal favorite, like, I usually prefer like sort of meat-based sort of like toppings. So I'll either go for either, like a pepperoni or like some kind of meat feast. Lovely. Or if I'm just having like a very sort of like eh kind of day, I just stick with just the usual margarita, cheese, tomato. Ooh, yeah. That always is the trick. I love margarita pizza. Yeah. I don't we know. All, we all became best friends States, here. But like, oh, you just joined yeah. the ringside crew, guys, and you didn't even know that. <laughs> I don't know what it's like for you in the States, but the Papa John's margarita pizza in the UK is to die for. Mm. It is. To be honest, to be honest I, I'm going to say this now. 
Papa John's is not real pizza. <laughs> you guys ever come to America? Let us know. We'll bring you to a real Italian pizza, pizza place yeah. that's like with a little fat uh, Papa Italian John's pizza. is like Papa John's is I like mean, saying I Guang Rally? No. Go I on, mean, Rally. I lived in Italy for a month, so um can you not hear me? Oh no, okay. I say I, I yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, anyway, I lived in yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I lived in Italy for a month, so all I had was pizza and and pasta, obviously. And oh my god, the pizza there is like, it's like the Holy Grail. So I want to know what American pizza is like because apparently that gets so much praise. Mm-hmm. But you have to come to the city that it was born in. You have to come to it's in New York City. You have to come to New York. That's what I'm saying. If you guys ever come to New York. Let us know like a month in advance. I'll find a way to get there. We all can hang out on Long Island and go into the city, walk around, walk around the city. If there's an indie show that weekend, we'll even be like, hey, guys, meet, meet, the, meet the team we brought with us. Yeah. <laughs> we could be your managers. We can introduce you to indie promotions. Oh, I've done, I've done that before. <laughs> nice. That would be funny. Like, we I, I kind of done, done that before. Like, for example... Mm. I was talking with uh, – we had somebody on our podcast, not to name names, but, like, he actually showed up at the same wrestling promotion. And I said, hey, look. I, he's like he's, – I introduced him to this promotion. Uh, he never knew about it. Yeah. There's a, quite a few good indie promotions in New York. I'm not going to name any name drop. I'll tell you guys when the show's over. But they're really – two really good shows. The one everybody knows about because a certain wrestler that was in WWE now, he's in – Another promotion went was trained in, and the other promotion is like a hidden gem. Like we didn't even know about it. He bought the tickets. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he knows where I'm going. The, first, the hey. promotion. Yeah. <laughs> the other promotion. Geek randomly bought tickets for the one that we didn't even know about. Bought the tickets. Went to the first show. We were hooked. <laughs> Good show. And the guy that the guy that. Was uh was on a podcast. He said, "Yo, this is some really good stuff right now." They he has had a great time too. Never heard of the never heard of any of the wrestlers on the card. Nothing, and he's like, "Dude, <laughs> oh no, you're being attacked by the woo woo bird." <laughs> oh no, Sassy Bear is getting attacked by the woo woo bird because he looks to the side. <laughs> no, but you know you know what promotion we're talking about, right? Are we, are we talking about the same one, Joe? Are we talking about Creative Pro? Uh, the I one mean, I'm talking about. I don't know what the name of it is. Like, yeah. We don't want to name the names because a lot of people get mad at us. You think that they'd be right. happy if we say the name? The owner comes back at me on Twitter. So. Oh, I see. It's one of them ones. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was good doing good thing. I got a welcome to a message, a long message saying, don't say my name. Uh, I won't say our name, and it's right. the promotion that we didn't even know about. Yeah. We Fair. <laughs> like the promotion, what is it like to wrestle for WAW? Like, what is it like? Uh, I, I can, I can, well, I can imagine. Like, I mean, there's a lot of people that I know in WAW that I get along really well with, so it's a pretty like town sort of environment in particular. So I, I always. There's any promotions. I don't think there's any other promotions in the UK who are like that. Mm. 
not really. Like I know WWE is like it's it's it comes across as like different to like most promotions that I've worked in. So yeah. Hmm. Any more questions, Geekums? Yeah. Yeah. So what what do you get? What gets you guys ready for for a match? Like do like what's your pre match ritual? It's, I think it's funny you say that actually. Like. I kind of like switch and switch. There's like two particular pre-match rituals that I usually have. Um, one that I used to do is I would literally just take about just a few minutes, just literally just sit down, cross my legs, and just do meditate. You go first? Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. It's not a problem. So I'll. So my pre-match ritual for that uh, before used to be just basically like taking a moment to like sit down and just meditate, just to clear my head before the match. Just so that way it stops me from getting like too stressed out and not think too much about the match. Like I'll still remember what to do, but it's not gonna like stress me out like before I go into the match. But I think as of lately, I just mostly just kind of like just keep my head sort of at a cool level, so to speak. Because I think someone once said that you know a cooler head prevails, and that couldn't be any more true. Because I feel like the more you stress out about the match coming up there's more chance of it going wrong whereas i feel just keeping like a very cool head level uh basically just um helps you be able to get through the day and get through with the match uh, without any money make problems if i'm on honest riley your turn riley your turn things on delay dude Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, just give him time. Um, <laughs> my uh, my ritual was very simple. Oh, can you guys not hear me? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, oh. what happened? Random Joe dancing to everything. <laughs> I, I guess I guess our guest today is Sassy Bear. There you go. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Well, that's how it was originally going to be, Sassy. Remember? <laughs> To oh, well. your tag team. <laughs> so, um, Sassy Bear, do you have any uh, social medias that our fans could, that, where they could follow you? Uh, yes, I've got quite a few uh, social medias that fans can follow me at. So, I'm on Facebook. You can just search up Sassy Bear Clarence. Uh, both Twitter and Instagram, you can search via at Clarence Sassy. Uh, I'm also on TikToks. You can search me up there with Sassy Bear Clarence. And I also stream on Twitch. Uh, I don't really have a schedule on Twitch, but I usually go on at least a couple of days a week. So you could search me up there on Sassy Bear Clarence. And yeah, that's pretty much all the social that I have at the moment. So if you ever want to like, you know, follow follow us account, keep updated in like upcoming shows or just upcoming streams on Twitch, then by all means. Yeah. Oop, there, here, here, Riley's back. Uh, welcome back, Riley. Welcome uh, back to the stream, <laughs> as you would uh, say. We all say on Twitch. <laughs> hello. Am I dying? Yeah, Riley. Yeah, 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 we can hear you. Yeah. You're good. Okay, Riley, your okay. your question, and then after that, we have that fun question we just asked Sassy Bear. Can you hear us, Riley? Yeah, I think, I think you'd be able to hear you. He's I'm going to have a stroke. Can people hear me? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes, we hear yes. you. Yes, we hear you. Oh. I'm gonna have a stroke. Um, <laughs> um, where are where were we? Oh, 
Uh, uh, we were up to what was pre-match ritual. Oh yeah, pre-match ritual. Yeah. Oh yes. yeah. yeah. Right. Coffee, and that is it. <laughs> wow. That's it. That's so simple, right there. So simple. <laughs> I, I legit need to be caffeinated at all costs mm-hmm. because I, I feel like if I don't go into a match fully pumped, then I'm not going to perform to the best of my ability. And then I do this thing called um, a pre-show lockdown, which is where I will literally not talk to anyone in the room and just pace across from one side to the room and just stretch on the way. So, so what, what kind of coffee do you enjoy? Um, I tend to stay away from Starbucks because the thing is with Starbucks coffee, it's more sugar than coffee. Whereas like if you go to like independent coffee shops or like... Um, do you guys have Costa in America? Yeah, I no, think I've heard of Costa. I don't know if it's I've the never same... heard of Costa. Maybe it's not in New York. It's probably maybe not it's New a York. different Costa because they have a Costa by me. Okay. But maybe it's no, that one by me is like a theme park for kids. Wrong. <laughs> we 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 have Tim Hortons over here. Um, so. oh, okay. Cafe Nero. Oh, Cafe Nero. Yeah, that's pretty good one. Actually, sounds familiar. It sounds familiar. It sounds like Matt Hardy's name. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah um pre manger is that a thing in no it must Anyways, be a small town thing anywhere man. else but starbucks starbucks is not good for you Keep, look at his look at riley's shirt yeah it's literally anywhere but starbucks because their coffee is actually more coffee whereas starbucks is just sugar at the end of the day oh jeez yeah me and Geek, yes, I love my coffee after work. I, there we go. Geek, 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 see, Geek, you became best friends with Riley. What, what's your favorite Pokemon, by the way? Who, everybody or just the, just the guests? I guess we're going to go with everybody. Yeah. What's my favorite Pokemon? Oh, definitely yeah. Lucario. Lucario. Lucario's awesome. Yeah. You know? I'm, nice. a I'm a swimmer. Do you think it would be our, our favorite little Squirtle? But I don't. I also like that big fish that flops Lucario around. Lucario is my favorite. Yeah, mm-hmm. I Charizard. like that fish that flops around. Let's say, Char- say for me, it's like a tie between two. So it's a tie between Halucha or Ursaring. Hmm. I think with Ursaring, just because it's this big, strong ass bear, and with Halucha, it's basically a Pokemon based on a Luchador. What more can you like, really? Yeah. <laughs> my my favorite's always been Charizard, but I think. I think uh, I'm I'm starting to like my favorites are Snorlax, and um, Gengar is pretty cool too. Good choice, actually. yeah. He always teases me. He's like, "Don't you like the ghost? Don't you like the ghost Pokemon, Joe? The Ghostbusters should make a spinoff and go to Pokemon Land and go after the ghosts of the ghost Pokemon." Like, like, I mean, I mean, yeah. there's, there's plenty of ghosts now, so yeah. Oh gosh, there's too many of them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think this interview went. I think this interview is going in an awesome way. Yeah. Um, I'm out of questions, Geekums. You have any so, more questions? So, uh, yeah, yeah, we, we asked uh, Riley where what his uh, social. Where, where can our fans fi- find you on social media, Riley? Um, for Twitter and Instagram, it's literally just Riley the NBF. So I'm not really that hard to find. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So thank I you thank guys you, for uh, oh you, you go you go geek sorry. Go ahead, you, you cut you off. Thank you, thank you guys for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it, and it's awesome to have you two on the podcast for UK Wrestling Month representing the tag teams. And 
Good luck in all your upcoming shows. And I'm Joe Panther the third. I'm the Metal Geek. Um, my myself is Satsy by Clarence. Your turn, Riley. I am Riley the NBF. And we will catch you in the next one.